This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Freeza Gate. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode, which featured a complete rundown of Umphrey's return to Red Rocks Amphitheater June 18th, 19th, and 20th. There is a link in the show notes if you missed that. And don't miss July's issue of Conduit Magazine that will be stacked with all sorts of Red Rocks goodness. There is a link in the show notes for all things Conduit as well. Do you have a small business that makes shirts, pins, jewelry, stickers, prints, or sells other interesting products or art that you think peeps would love to get their hands on? Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving umfreaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that could make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele? Are you looking to hire some cool people to work with? Perhaps you have a rad idea for a podcast, a feature you'd like to see in Conduit Magazine, or some other creative ideas that you think the community would love? Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company would love to help. With space available on our podcast network for your Umphreys-related show, the options to have your products featured on the DATC store, social media promotion of your band, ad space and monthly issues of Conduit, commercial spots here on the podcast, and so much more. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow Umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Check out our website, datcmediacompany.com, to learn more about the many services we offer. Have questions or want to know more? Shoot an email to sarah at datcmediacompany.com. This week on the show, I am very, very, very excited to welcome back online guitar teacher and, as some of you may know him, the Guitar Gate guy, Michael Palmazano. This time around, Michael is going to talk about his epic sit-in on the Who Tune, Eminence Front, with Umphreys McGee at his first show on June 30th at the Frederick Fairground in Frederick, Maryland. That tune had not been covered by the band since May 30th, 2019 at the Avondale Brewing Company in Birmingham, Alabama. That version from 2019, I personally listen to often. I actually have a Nugs playlist that is all Jake on lead vocals, and that version of Eminence Front is one of the songs on that playlist. When Michael and I sat down virtually, he totally still had that post-show glow, which was just so awesome. There's nothing like getting to talk to someone who just experienced their first live um, free show and is still completely blown away. Their face is still melted. And for him to have in the added buzz of getting to sit in with them, you have to watch the video just to see his face the minute our conversation starts and just the whole time. And to see, like, his mind is still blown, just not even because, of course, because of the show, but also because how everything unfolded and him being able to have this opportunity. Um, it's it's really cool to just see his face when he's just telling all these stories. 
We talk about his highlights from the evening, music-wise, and how the whole sit-in went down. We talk about this incredible community just as a whole and how the internet really helped create this opportunity for him. He talks about the fans that he got to meet at the show and some of his students that came to the show too, which was pretty cool to hear. And he also talks about doing a reaction video about his sit-in. It's just, again, it's just so cool to hear um, him talk about his first show, but also this incredible opportunity for him. He also talks about his new space, The Barn, which was not a thing when he was on the show the first time um, back in March, April-ish of 2020. So it was cool to hear about this new thing that he's got going on. And so he shares his vision for this space and the conversation that he had with Jake about coming back to jam there sometime. So that's pretty cool. And I also try to convince him that he should really go to Humble in October. So fingers crossed, hopefully he makes that happen. Thank you to Michael for taking the time. It was so great to catch up and to hear about some awesome things that you have going on in your life and to hear about your first Umphrey show and to hear about this epic sit-in. It was so, so awesome. And it was so great to bask in the energy of somebody that had just, you know, had this awesome show experience. So thank you so much for taking the time. It was so, so great to see you and to catch up. My recap of the two nights in Frederick, Maryland um, will be coming soon. There's a lot of music to listen to, um, so I'm working my way through it, but you know that recap is coming soon, so keep your eyes peeled for that. And in case you missed the last time Michael was on the show, back on episode 99, which also happens to be the first video I did on my YouTube channel. So that's pretty cool. There is a link in the show notes for that and also for the audio of that, if that's more your thing. There is also a link in the show notes for when Stasic and Jake were each on Michael's channel, in case you missed that and wanted to check those out. Each of them are on for like an hour and a half. Um, and they're just hanging out, shooting the shit. Uh, Stasic and Michael watch a bunch of old metal shows, um, various metal bands, um, and they just talk about the bands and, you know, if they went to go see them or, you know, different stories. And then when he's on with Jake, um, you know, Jake's chilling in Boondock and they're just talking about a bunch of different stuff. And, then they watch some YouTube videos and, you know, commentate about it and everything else. And they're both really great um, conversations. So if you have not watched either one of those, um, I highly suggest you do. They're, they're really awesome. And like I said, links for those in the show notes. Looking for a new way to stream your music or listen to your favorite podcasts? Check out this exclusive offer for DATC listeners. Head to getamazonmusic.com slash dropped to receive a 30-day free trial of Amazon Music. That's getamazonmusic.com slash d-r-o-p-p-e-d-a-m-o-n-g-t-h-i-s-c-r-o-w-d to get a 30-day free trial and unlimited access to 70 million songs, always ad-free, on Amazon Music. So here is my chat with online guitar teacher Michael Palmazano. It's like that was cooler than shit. Uh, yeah, like who gets to go to their first Umphrey show and sit in, like it, in the uh, same night? I can't, I can't believe how this is all played out. It's just like this magical dream that is kind of just that that the internet just kind of created and the band uh just you know dig what i do and 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 i feel really close with with jake you know like really really gel um and i think that's clear to anybody that watched that in that interview um 
and um, he just hit me up where he mentioned the live stream. He's like, hey, we come to town, you're going to come play. And I'm just like, well, I'm not actually expecting it to happen, but that would be awesome. Of course, yes, yes, yes. Um, and we had the Baltimore show, which was supposed to be at Pier 6, get canceled. And so I was like, oh, well, that's not, not going to that's not going to happen. Um, you know, what a, what a bummer. And then they, they opened these two Frederick shows up there and he just hit me up. He said, Hey man, we're coming to town still. Like you still want to sit in. And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> and, and I asked him like, so what do you want to play? He's like, Oh, we'll figure it out, you know? And, um, and so I went there early, brought, brought my rig, did a little sound check. Um, and then we just went back, back in the, in the tour bus, and he was like, so what do you want to play? And I was like, well, um, let's just do something that isn't crazy uh, that everyone will dig and enjoy. I was like, let's do a cover. And, and I was like, I've, I've always liked you do um, the one with Eminence Front. I saw one YouTube video of them doing it with Herring. And I was like, that's such a crowd killer. And, and I don't think they had played it in a long time. I think it has been like 100 shows or something like that. Um, but, you know, everybody just kind of listened to it on the phone. You know, they got everything, whatever. We didn't rehearse. And then we just, they, they called me up and we did it. And it was like the best feeling ever. I mean, I haven't gigged in two years. And they are just, just a tremendous band. Um, mm -hmm. you, you know that. Um, but honestly, one of my favorite parts uh, might have been the song. Or there was two songs. I can't remember. Right before they invited me up. That two by two smashed my face in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. It was so awesome. Um, so yeah, I don't know where you want to go from there, but I'm like still like you know. <laughs> no, I understand you. It's okay. You you've got that post show glow. I love it. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm I am feeling it. I I am, and I also just want to say that uh, I met so many people at the show. It's like. It was like, so I went to the first show I went since the pandemic lifted was a goose show. And, and I had a, a similar experience, but it was overwhelmingly, it was just a huge amount of support from what I do, like at, at the Umphrey show. Like it was like, I felt, I, we talked about this before. You're like, when you go to show, you're going to be very welcome. Like people, it's an incredible community. And like, I felt that. Mm -hmm. I really deeply felt that. And with the crew and and everyone, it was just like such a celebratory environment because everybody's so happy to be at a gig, you know, yeah. doing all the parts of it. But it was also so neat to like meet so many people that jump into the chats and like, and like I kind of know and personally meet them and have us all just get along great. It's overwhelmingly positive. I just, I can't say anything else about it. It was, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> I love this so much. I knew you were going to the show anyways, and I had a feeling that your sit-in was going to happen. And I just couldn't wait to talk to you about your whole experience. And I'm so happy that everybody was super excited to see you. And it was, it, it, it was great. Now you just went to a show, right? Did I see you post something? You're with like your kids backstage or something? Yeah. My first show is back. We're actually the three shows before that like mine were the first two shows of the summer tour right. they played the apple valley shows up here those were like my first shows in almost 500 days mm -hmm. it was pretty crazy oh. but it was awesome because it was a mixed thing because it was a pod show and it's what it is no one, want, no one wants to do those anymore <laughs> but I was able to take my kids yeah. and we were right on the rail, right in front of Jake the whole time. And because we were in our pod, nobody bothered us. My kids were yeah. fine. So it had a really good advantage of being a pod show, <laughs> but it was so great to be back and yeah. we got to yeah, take yeah. them backstage. And my daughter's been taking lessons with Joel since September of <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So she finally got to meet her piano teacher in person. And so that was awesome. Very cool. Yeah, they're just um, uh, an incredibly warm, funny, welcoming bunch of people who are just unassuming, humble, monster musicians. Yeah. It's like, that was the that was the whole vibe. I was like, these guys are complete freaking monsters. And for them to just, you know, like, I know I'm a good player, but for them to treat someone who doesn't, like, 
tour and do it on the road, like to do it on the internet and to have him and have him be so warm and welcoming was just like, it was just the coolest shit ever. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, no, I totally understand what you're talking about. I feel the same way, like with my show, you know, I just started this show and just did this thing and it's just grown and the community involvement and excitement about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, incredible so i know exactly how you're feeling it's hard to put it into words it's an incredible feeling yeah so i'm hopeful to i'm hopeful to catch him again at some point um i was gonna ask you've caught like the bug now that's always like the thing you come home and you're like where where can i go next (laughs) well well i know and you know there's a lot of things already on the calendar you know and and it's and, and as you know bands are fighting for slots everywhere and they're and they're like putting together festivals everywhere because there's only so many places for people to play um and so you're seeing a lot of that happen um so i don't know i don't have anything on the books yet but i mean there's a hundred percent chance i will go to, to anything that's close you should go to umbol in october you'd have to travel but is that the one in iceland no that one's in new york Oh yeah, you told me about this. Um, I probably, sh- I probably is it still is it not sold out yet? I don't know off the top of my head. I don't think it is. I don't. I'm not sure, but we could probably find you tickets. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll figure <laughs> it out. Um, um, all right, I will. I will write myself a note because yeah, it's like October. Humble is gonna. I be remember fun. you. T- I remember you telling me that that's a big annual deal. It's October eighth and 9th. Yeah. It, it's at the Capitol Theater, too. Nice. Yeah, I've never been there, so I'm super stoked. Yeah, I will I will check it out when we get off here. Yeah, definitely. That'll be fun. And I'm going to Iceland. I'm excited about that. Are you? Yeah, yeah. What, what, give me the rundown on that. What is that like, and what is, what is it exactly? Why Iceland? Well... Stasic told me when they announced it before what it it was just one of the places that they've always wanted to play Mm -hmm. and the venue is just absolutely beautiful I don't know if you've ever seen inside um it's like the harpa I think it's called and it's all red inside of this room it's just incredible and they just wanted to go to Iceland so they were supposed to go March of 2020 but obviously that didn't happen so they've rescheduled and we're going march of next year so it's three nights in iceland yeah and now how many people will go how big is this venue i'm not sure how many the harpa holds i'd have to look that up it was it was sold out but then when everything happened they were giving people the option of like you know, if you need the money right now, sell your ticket and whatever. And so then they released a few like recently. And, and do they, they sold out. Do they have, um, is it just the tickets and you got to figure everything else out or do they have an all-inclusive thing? With- they do have, they do have like their VIP program, their yeah, VIP thing. The, yeah. I don't know if that one, cause like I'm doing VIP, but like I have my own Airbnb so yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure if like they offered hotel accommodations. Sometimes they do include that in their VIP yeah. packages. They might have this time with it being like another country to make it easy for some people. But yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I will. I I will try to make Umbol. That I I uh, I'm only you know three and a half hours from New York. Yeah, and it's going to be a good time. They haven't done one of those in a couple years so and then with it being canceled and everything else and they're doing it as two days now instead of one day they were doing it one day with like four quarters of music and it was just yes. like yeah. too much too much yeah. Yeah. so doing it two nights much better idea love it love it that's awesome well what else is going on well i don't know let's see you talked about your favorite jams from the night you like that two by two i really did yeah that mall chaise in the first set was really nice too it was it was um it was uh i got to i got to hang out on the side of the stage uh and and watch most of it from the side um and it's just such it's such a pleasure watching a band like that um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know because it's one thing when you're 
when you're out and you're getting the production. But it's another thing is like when you're watching it stage side and you're hearing just the stage sound um, without it going through all the different stuff. That's like when you really see how tight they are and how mm-hmm. much communication is happening on stage. It was great. It was an absolute treat. It was, it was, it was so much fun. It was great. Did you go by yourself or did you take your wife with you? So I actually was on vacation. I was on my beach week in Cape May, New Jersey with, with my wife and my kids when, um, uh, you know, and they were coming through on Wednesday and I was like, I'm not sure it's going to happen, but if it does, I'm going to go. And then like Jake texted me like, I don't know, Sunday or Monday or something like that. And he was like, Hey, you still coming, you know, pick which day you want to go. I was like Wednesday. So I drove there. My wife stayed with, with the kids. I went straight to the thing. It was like, probably three and a half hours or so, uh, maybe four. And I had my cousin, JC, who's in a local band here uh, called Moody Moose, who's a huge um, fan. He's seen him, I don't know how many times, um, uh, come so that he could uh, hold the camera nice. and, and, and get some, made sure we got footage. And uh, he did a great job and he got to a pass, got to meet the band, got a poster, got all the signatures he, over the moon, over the moon. Oh, I bet. Yeah. What an awesome yeah. experience for him too. Yeah, it you know it kind of sucked because of the weather um, in, in that respect, um, but you know it's a summer show. Whatever. I mean, what are you gonna do? Just happy to be back. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> just happy to be back. So um, ready to see them uh, in a large proper venue. You know, and like like they said, like we all just no one wants to do pods like. We really don't want to even do the drive-ins again anymore. Like, like. I think that was their last ones too. I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for the next time to be at like a proper venue, like really loud, you know. And you're gonna be in it. You're gonna be in the people and yeah, in it. Yeah, because when you're in, so that that venue um, is in the Frederick Fairgrounds, and they have a very tight uh, noise ordinance and volumes that are allowed. So when they, that's why they came back and did that um, long power set to finish it out because they had to be hard stopped at 10 and they have to, and and you had to wait for the lightning to stop. But they also have to keep it um, pretty low on the decibel meter out there because believe it or not, it's like a residential area. They plopped a fairground right in a neighborhood basically. Yeah, it's 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 weird. Poor planning um, um, on their part, for sure. I, I don't know, or maybe the fairground was first. I don't know, but for whatever <laughs> reason, there's houses everywhere. And so, one of the things that I was talking uh, now now Showtime does great production. The sound and lights looked and sounded fantastic. But I want to see them like it, it, somewhere really loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I do know <laughs> what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I know you. I know you. <laughs> You will. You will. Now that things are starting to get a little better and. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if if Baltimore is allowing indoor shows yet, but um, like that was the reason I I believe that they couldn't do the the Pier 6 they normally play in Baltimore, because when they were booking it, um, the mayor still had everything closed down. They were like, well, we're not going to take a chance. And so and so they moved it and did two dates and, and so on and so forth. But um so i don't know when the next one will come through but i'll, I'll be there i'll 100 be there i'm a total fan for life this is like awesome that's so great i love it and i i knew you were gonna have that experience i told you that so everybody yeah, yeah. in the groups were all excited they're like oh michael palmazano's here we saw him he's here is he gonna sit in everybody was all excited on the internet and then people were live streaming it so i was able to see her sit in as it was happening i was so grateful oh, oh i haven't seen that footage yeah, somebody had it. I'll have to like think about who it was. I saw a clip in Velociraptors for Jesus. Okay. I wonder if it was just like one of my friends like on there okay. was like they went live and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so it's watching. Yeah. It was so great. It 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 really it really was. Um it really was. I, I really don't know what else to say about it. I mean, <laughs> definitely still glow. Yeah, yeah, you could tell. You can definitely tell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this the first time that you've done a sit-in with a, 
a big band like Umphreys? This is the first I have played with other large bands here and there as, but these are people generally that, um, well, let me put it this way. This is the first time that the internet and like, and the, and you, the people watching it, it got me on stage. Like that is a wild phenomenon to me. And I'm hoping that that becomes a trend so that like when bands come through town that I have developed a relationship with who have done live streams with me or whatever, do hopefully invite me to play, but also, and I talked to Ump about this and they're down, come to the barn if you have an extra day and uh, lay some tracks down, do something a little bit more, um, uh, a little more thought involved, not just wing it. Um, so that's that's kind of what I would love to get to. Is like if this trend continues, kind of invite guests, you know, bands that come through town to do a little bit into my world, and hopefully have them invite me to do a little bit in their world, and have it be like just just like that, you know? Awesome that's, relationships. That that's that my heart would like that to happen the most, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's the first time anything like that has happened um it's 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 very cool it's very cool um yeah it really is because uh, because the the main reason is like as much as like i you know do the internet thing or whatever whatever like i you know it's for 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 a band like that especially for a player you know for all all of them but for a player like blake or jake see i'm like getting like nervous now um to <laughs> to uh, uh, treat me as an as a musician on an equal footing you know what I mean to have the to have the confidence of someone they've never seen play live or heard on a record just seen YouTube videos of me just like teaching things on learning on the fly for them to have no reservations whatsoever that that I would that I would do fine or even excel at it really uh, means the world to me and and it's and it's just it i looked back and i watched the video and i was just like you know um it really it it was really it wasn't it wasn't like show stopping but like it was a lot of fun there were no glitches like i'm supposed to be there and and i just felt like the universe was in alignment yeah that's exactly what it was that's exactly what it was yeah yeah yeah. They yeah, never re- make anybody feel unwelcome and, and that trickles down into the community, but it starts with them and the crew is, you know, they never make anybody feel like they don't belong there. It's very true. And, and, and it's just such an interesting band too. Like the, mm-hmm. like the, like when we were doing sound check, Jake, I wish there was footage of this, but my cousin JC wasn't there yet. Um, the entire sound check, we were doing country stuff. We're doing chicken picking stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like, and for those that I'm, sh- I'm sure everybody that listens to this does know, but you know, Jake's got an incredibly deep background in that style. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and he does it about as good as anybody I've ever heard do it. Yeah. And then, and then for, isn't it? So very few of us get extremely proficient at multiple genres feels or, or whatever for 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 it to be like that and then go into like you know that two by two and then to do like an old school rock song and then like a ballad it's just, just there's so many like so what i'm saying is the music reflects that that everybody's included because they really touch on like seemingly anything they want to mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and so that kind of requires the audience to be very open-minded yeah. <laughs> and accepting as well. Yeah. So, so it attracts that similar kind of personality. A hundred percent. You're a hundred percent right. For sure. Yeah. So how nervous were you? Like, uh, I definitely had, you know, about three beers in me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I wasn't nervous. I mean, not in the traditional sense. So like I, I have played, you know, 
hundreds, maybe a thousand shows in my life. You know what I mean? And when I went to school, I went to a performance-based school, not a conservatory, where what you had to do when you went there is you had to play what were called these live playing workshops. And it's the cornerstone of their curriculum where you play uh, 10 times a week, 10 different songs that are in different genres, each with players you've never played before. And you have wow. to learn it all. And you, have, and you do that 10 weeks on, two weeks off until you graduate for a couple of years. There's no like, and so they really run you through the gauntlet. So by the wow. time you get, and you play in front of all of your peers. So in the school, you have a guitar program, a bass program, drums, keys, vocals, lighting, sound engineer. And so, so let's say you sign up for you know, a Slayer tune on, on Friday at one o'clock. So you're gonna have to learn it on your own. You get up there, they've already sound checked everything. The, the production people are working on production, the bass person shows up, whatever, three, two, one, go. But you're playing full production, lights and sound and everything to all of the other students that are on a break in between their classes. So no one leaves in between when they have a break, they just sit in the, in the main concert hall and watch all of their peers. And so when you do that, um, by the time you get through that, you know, you've done a couple hundred shows and, and you know, a hundred of them, you completely screw up, you know, and mm -hmm. you know, 75 are, 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 you know, pretty good. And, you know, 25, you might have crushed it, you know, and, and everybody is like that. And so having that, um, having gone through that, and then when, after I graduated, came back to Baltimore and joined a local working band that did 110, 120 shows a year for seven years or so, you know, once you hit the first note, all the jitters are over. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's the really long winded way of saying that, but like, everybody everybody feels nervous no matter when they go live or whatever uh it's just the thing of doing it live whatever you do but if you're doing it live like you just have to start and everybody knows it, as soon as as soon as you hit the first note it's gone it just evaporates and the joy and the joy takes over the excitement and everything comes in yeah the adrenaline and and, and all that um but yeah i was nice. just when the storm came in, I was worried it wasn't going to happen because it was lightning and everything. And you never know how long those things are going to go. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But the universe again in alignment, making it happen. I swear to God, that's how I feel. Because <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Did anybody like ask you for an autograph or pictures or anything? Lots of, lots of pictures. It was very, <laughs> it was very flattering. Um, it was, uh, and everybody said, everybody thought I did a really, really great job. Um, and um, everybody was incredibly nice, but yeah, it was wild. It's just so, it's just so crazy to me. Um, but it was also so nice, like, cause I, even though I run YouTube and everything, you, you know, the vast majority of my day is communicating with students on my website. And, and many students came out and went to that show and I got to meet them in person. And so it's not just like other fans. These are like, my actual students that I have long email correspondence with that actually like it's how I make a living like support me and my family. And so to meet them for the first time, you know, is awesome too. Like it's all, so like I said, in the beginning of that video, it's like, it's like where the internet is like connecting the digital and like the real. And I'm like at the nexus of it in my own little tiny little niche. And it's, gratitude is just my overwhelming feeling right now you know i mean it's taken a lot of work and it's been like eight or nine years now since i committed to going online instead of you know try, trying to get in bigger bands and all that but it's it's uh a feeling yeah a lot of gratitude right now very blessed that's awesome yeah so you were talking about the barn, which is your space, and we didn't talk about that the first time you were on. So tell me it a didn't little bit exist. about that. It didn't exist. Um, yeah. So tell me some more. All right. Have you have you have you by chance seen uh, any that or the one teaser I put out? I did see. I don't know if it was the actual teaser, but I did see something from you. Yeah, I put a teaser out um, where I'm playing a bunch of different instruments, and, and just that like, is what I saw. Yes. 
Yeah. So, so basically here's how it's playing out is my uh, uh, forever. I've always had to work in the house and juggle the work life home balance thing. We all know the struggles that are there. Um, that became increasingly uh, insurmountable uh, when COVID hit because we had just had our fourth child. So we had an infant, um, like literally the week the world shut down, you know? And so then we were in Maryland, so we were in full quarantine shelter in place for months. So we had an infant, a four-year-old, and then, you know, two school-aged uh, children who were doing the virtual learning. So, and then I'm trying to actually record audio and video and no one's sleeping. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, after, again, after seven and a half, eight years of, of work on YouTube with nothing ever getting recommended or trending ever, I start to trend, right? So I'm at every moment thinking like, oh my gosh, I just have to keep putting fuel on the fire. I've been working towards this goal like for a long time, but then it's just like, it became very difficult um, because you can only, you need to be quiet when you film. And they only film when they're asleep or, or gone. And if they can't go anywhere, it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and that's why you see me in, in, in that time period. So many videos of like hair everywhere, like spit up on my shirt. Cause I'm just like, I gotta go make a video. <laughs> I, I gotta, <laughs> like, like Annie, you gotta give me like 90 minutes. Like I gotta go make a video. Like I can't stop. The, the train is moving whether I'm on it or not. Um, and uh, so uh, I've always wanted to do, to grow from regular guitar lessons to full band courses, right? To talk about uh, how to fit in with the band and not just reach, teach songs. So I started to look around for places uh, to finally um, get my own place, but that's where I go to work. I've never had that before. So once they lifted the shelter in place, I started looking around and um, I didn't want to spend or couldn't spend much money and I wanted to be loud. And so I, I was looking at all these different flex spaces and here and there, and, and they all wanted really long-term leases and it's expensive. And, and I went in there and it's these, these metal structures, right? And uh, I was like, you know, this is, this is all wrong. I need wood. You know, there's something about playing the bounce of wood that is much different than a proverbial tin roof, right? Mm -hmm. And I live in a very rural area. I was like, I wonder if anybody has a barn, like a party barn. And um, because no one's having parties and that's kind of like a thing where I live is people have these party barns um, uh, on these big farms. And it just, it just clicked. I have a family friend that um, I'm close with who... Uh, has a, a farm that you know, they grow corn on. It's on 70 acres. There's nothing here, but there's this, there's this barn. Um, and she really doesn't use it for anything. She's had a couple weddings and parties, but she doesn't want it to be a venue. Like this is, this is a farm, right? It's an actively farmed place. Yeah. And she, and, uh, and she was like, well, you can be as loud as you want over there. And so, and so I started going there and, um, Basically, I got a whole, it's been a work in progress because um, it didn't have heat or internet. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, so. Both so, of which you need now. <laughs> both of which I very desperately need. Um, so, but now, now that enough time has, has come and whatever. So I went and got a full uh, recording system and PA. So I have my drum set up, a bass area, I got a guitar area. I'm going to add keys. Um, and basically I'm going to do uh, two, two basic things is what you're going to see. You're going to see one weekly, I'm shooting for weekly original lessons. Uh, so like I'll post something that I write and create like on YouTube, Instagram, whatever, where I'm playing all the different instruments. And then for people who were students on the website, I'll give them like the backing tracks. I'll make a, a long form lesson of how I did it, put everything together and then give them the opportunity to play over the tracks, upload it to the community. And, you know, so the whole idea is like 
this is what I did with this groove and this baseline. What would you do? This is what I'm thinking. You know, what, what, so to be a platform for people to create too. Yeah. The other part is I want to have bands there. You know, I want to do, uh, I want to invite people to come on my channel. I invite bands that are on tour or friends of mine that are local and uh, have it be my little way of um, having live music uh for for you guys um in a different setting and also give give uh you know give back just my way of saying thank you too you know so it's yeah it's, it's that's what i hope happens so kind of like a, a quasi like imagine if live at daryl's house came with lessons <laughs> that's kind of it nice i like that i like that so do you think you would ever do like actual recording there and offer the space as a recording studio for bands or it would just be no okay. no because because i um well it just wouldn't make any it just wouldn't make any sense to me like it, it i'd much rather invite them have it have be no money exchanged and have it be purely organic and you know whatever just casual just come and jam yeah i, I don't want to lease the space out or have it for rent or studio and have to move all my stuff out or whatever like um i'm extremely busy yeah uh, yeah yeah you know um so that would be very disruptive you know one of the main reasons for having the barn to do all these lessons and make all these tracks is for efficiency yeah it's so I can go into the drums, then I can move over to the bass, then I can move over to the guitar, then over to the keyboards or vocals, if that's the way it goes. And it's just, you hit record, you go from one to the one to the one to the one, and you, it, then it, it automatically dumps in your computer, you sync them all up, choose which clips, upload, simple. But to set all that up takes a half a day or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And so and so if you have to set up and take down frequently, that's, um. It just it, it defeats the purpose and and honestly if, if bands want to come like i'll get an audio engineer we can make we can make like we can make a cool record or whatever um but it's i don't want to charge them for it i want to invite people into my world that that genuinely appreciate you know that that we connect you know what i mean that mm -hmm. that's what i want that's yeah. what i want yeah you know? yeah come to my house and hang out and jam yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, literally just like live at Daryl's house. Like yeah. you, you, you couldn't go and, and rent out Daryl's house, you know, mm -hmm. but he's got friends that, you know, whatever. And so it's, you invite them to come you eat dinner, you hang out for whatever you make you and you make a small little mini show and it, no one pays anybody anything. You know what I mean? Like you might pay, you might pay his band, you know what I mean? But like, Right. He's not like Cee Green isn't being charged to be there, and right. Daryl's not paying. You know what I mean? Like he's pay his crew and, and all that, but that's kind of what like I would like it to be something like that. That's cool. I think yeah. that would be super rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah because because it, well, and the other part is that if if bands do come through and they're different, you know, that forces you to do different cool things. You know what I mean? It forces you out of your lane. Mm -hmm. um so that's i'm excited for it and jake was all about it he was like dude we'll come for two days we'll just make an ep we'll just we'll just we'll have no plan we'll just write it in the studio then we'll leave it's like done <laughs> of course he was all about it so, yeah <laughs> yeah well because he also he, he and you and you know this um you know his he's got his little layer his zone on his family compound yeah. i've been there it's an awesome space have you? I've been there twice, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and so he he and I were talking at length about, uh, in person, not just on the live stream, about how cool it is to um, have the liberty to kind of be that loud and have all that gear there. And because he was asking me questions, he was like, so what do you do like when it rains? Um, because you, know, you, have, you, you hear it, right? You hear it on the ceiling. There's no insulation on the ceiling. And I was like, well, then we make rain tracks. He's like, love it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, how much, how much reverb, how much reverb are you adding to the mix? I was like, just whatever it sounds like in the room that day. 
maybe I'll move a maybe I'll move a couch to a wall to kind of like you know stop a base trap. But you know, I like it all being organic, at least right now. I kind of I dig that. And so he said, okay, great. So like we'll just come to the barn. We'll have no plan. Whatever weather it is, whatever sounds we hear, if there's birds, whatever, we're just gonna make music based on whatever the vibe is there. I was like, exactly. He's like, okay, got it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like him? Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, completely into that idea. So 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 anyway, yeah, that's the story with the barn. I want to find uh, people like that. Uh, that dig it, that wants to come and do something and have it just be free, just pure promotion on the channel. And it just like, have it be great players and people I look up to and friends. And that's, that's what I want because the main, you know, I pay the bills with my lessons. And so like, that's why I have it. And that's what I want to focus on. I don't want to rent out my space. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to stay, I want to stay focused and invite the, the occasional friends, you know, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. What a very cool yeah. thing for you to be able to have now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, I, I made it's, my own little space in the basement. I have this little like makeshift sound booth down here and I'm so for it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I, I operated out of my house in my basement for a long time and it was great. It was, it was great. Um, but, uh, it just became, it just became impossible. And, and I really, really wanted to grow. Like I bought this yeah. thing, I bought this thing and I, so like a drum pad. So I, you know, before I could, you know, play drums and I got the little MIDI keyboard, but like, as I'm playing, it, it's like, yeah, I can make something that works for my purpose for my students, but it's just like, it's yeah. just not, it's just not awesome. And, and as someone who plays, all these different instruments who wants to get better at all these different instruments. This is like, okay, if I get a place and I start playing all the different instruments to make it one, it's going to be more organic Two, I'm actually going to get better at all these things that I already want to get better at, but I don't have time to practice anyway. Cause I'm answering hundreds of emails a day or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's like, that's the other, that's the other parts. Like if you build it, they will come. Like if you do it and you put yourself in that scenario, and especially if people, uh, your students are like expecting it, you're kind of, it forces you to do it. And as musicians, you know, we're all master procrastinators, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like the artist thing, uh, one of them at least. And so it's like the, it also adds that level of accountability. You know, it's like you go to a space like, oh, this is the place where we actually do real work. You know, this is, it's that mindset, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think there's something to it. I can feel it. Yeah. And you know? exciting for your students to come to this cool space and yes. create. And yes. That's yes. so cool. Exactly. I'm stoked. I'm feeling, like I said, very, I've worked a long time and I've worked very, very hard and I'm glad it's, it's coming to fruition in the way it has. Um, and it just, it just feels, it just feels good. It just really does. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank That's you. Sweet. So are you going to do a reaction video of your sit-in? Oh my God. I've gotten so many messages <laughs> for that. Um, I guess I have to, I guess I have to, because there are fun things in there. You know, there's a couple of places where I mess up. Uh, there's a couple of places where I try something that didn't work and I adapt. Um, there's, uh, there's definitely some teachable moments uh, in there. Um, and so like Chris, uh, missed that first hit. It's a funny, it's a funny tune when you come out, when you come out of it, uh, the verse or after, but it's not every time it's like, God, I can't remember. Uh, but like when you go back into the verse after the first chorus, it doesn't, when it starts that, but that riff again, mm -hmm. it doesn't finish full four full bars. It, it okay. jumps on the, it jumps on the third bar. Um, okay. And, and uh, I didn't know if they were going to do that or not, because that was in the song. So one of the, one of the things that's always so interesting when you sit in with people you haven't played before and anybody that's ever done any type of cover band work knows this is true. Every band knows even the famous songs, everyone plays them a little wrong and a little differently. 
Mm-hmm. Every, everyone. doesn't matter what the band is. So whenever you play and you sit in with somebody and it's not something you learn note for note, it's a cover. You always have to know that there's a pretty good chance that they might add an extra verse or forget a verse. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or, or add a part that isn't in there or they don't play a part that should be in there or, but maybe it'll fit, maybe it won't. So that's how you approach, you know, sitting in and doing a, a very well-known cover with a very, you know, you know, good band. Like that's, that's the mindset. And so I was looking over at Chris, like looking at everybody to see if they're going to, uh, if they're going to get that part. And like a split second before it happened, like Chris catches my eye and I'm like, you start with the head bob, like are we doing the drop together? And he immediately jumped off the hi-hat and grabbed the drop, you know, cause he's, he's fast, he's awesome. And, mm-hmm. and that's why, and that's why you do eye contact on stage. Like you probably noticed in the video, I didn't really look out in the crowd much. No. Um, I was intently focused on what was happening in the band, you know? For sure. Um, and so that was an example Like I got off the stage and Chris was like, yeah, you, you knew that song better than we did. That was great. And, uh, and, and I was like, well, yeah, you guys haven't played it in like forever. You just listen to it on your phone and trail, you know, like, and it, but it's little things like that, 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 um, you know, when you play a lot of covers and, and, and you come from the world that I do, like that you're, you're, you, you expect, you know? Interesting. Yeah. And so anyway, so yes, I'll probably do a video because that, this conversation we just had, I think is a pretty important teachable moment and it's worth sharing. For sure. And also your experience, I think, um, it's going to be cool for people to hear about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that'll probably come out. I don't know. In the next, in the next, in the next week or so I have, I have, I came in, I came in to make a list. I don't know if you're a list person, but like every day. I'm a list person big time. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just, and I've been on vacation for a week. Uh, and just everything's just piled up. So I got to get things moving. Um, but yeah, it'll come out soon. I don't, I don't want too much time to pass because I will do that video. I think, I think, uh, I think people will get something out of it and it'll just be cool to relive it again. For sure. Of course. <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah, it's a little, it's a little, little cheesy, but, uh, to, you know, keep sharing the same thing over and over again because of how fucking happy I am. But, um, but yeah, I'll do that. It's not cheesy and you should share as, as much as you want to, because it's awesome anyways, that you got to sit in with them, but it's awesome the way that it happened. And I yeah. seriously don't know anybody else that can be like, Oh, this was my first Umfree show. And I got to sit in. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. Um, uh, yeah. So <laughs> deal. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's all I have. I'll let you go and get to your pile of stuff. There's nothing else uh, that you have. I will. How's your uh, 100 days of positive change going? It's going good. We're almost to the 100 day. It's pretty crazy. It's it's a really, really cool thing to, to be a part of because um, we always kind of go in with like one mindset of, of where you think you're going to go and a lot happens and changes in a hundred days and it's really cool to kind of see where you're now you're shifting your positive change to and and where that is showing up now in your life so it's it's cool I've done this a couple times and it's fun to do every time yeah no I dig it I dig it I mean I um uh every now and again I see you post something on on Instagram and I'm always just like yeah that's a that's a good thing you know like to set to set a long-term you know goal like that to have that just you know be a part of your life i mean i don't know about you but like man for this pandemic it's just it's been like just treading water and we're all just like you know disconnected drinking too much and like out of shape and, and all the different things and just like I, I i dig i dig what you're putting out there in, in the into the universe i need some of that Definitely join in. That's the brainchild of uh, Bayless's wife, actually. Really? Annie. Yeah, she um, she started that a couple years ago. And she's actually, we do like meetups and we do like a group online. And it's a whole really cool, like little community of people that are doing this whole 
positive yeah. change thing. It's cool. And it's nice to have like those like-minded people yeah. it, within the community too. Like you said, to have that kind of like kick in the ass right now because totally it is, it's like treading water. Some days it's just Groundhog's Day and there's little pieces of joy, but you're just totally. like, it's heavy sometimes. So yeah, it totally is. Well, honest on lastly, just cause you brought it up. Um, Bayless has a very funny sense of humor. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. At, at, at first, I was trying to figure it out. I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure he likes me, but this is a, I haven't come across a dry sense of humor like this in a while. But eventually, eventually, I started pushing back on him with some things, and uh, and he really appreciated that. Yeah, he that's was, what he liked. Totally yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I was like, I was like, my gut feeling is this is a very funny person, and he's just fucking with me. Um, Definitely. Yep. <laughs> yeah and so i started giving it back to him and he immediately lit up yep. yeah yeah it was for sure. that's yeah. awesome that's really awesome yeah. and you had great encounters with everybody else in the band too everybody was awesome everybody's awesome yeah er everybody's awesome like i said um or I, I, as you know uh jake and stasic are the ones that like i you know have a rapport with and like you know we've been like texting and, and you know we're always following what we're doing um but the whole rest of the band i mean they're just they're just great. They're, they're, they're great people. Um, I'm a huge fan of all of them. I mean, Chris, Chris has very quickly become one of my favorite drummers I know about. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it's, it's, it's everyone in the band is like this, but like once I started listening to the band and then, you know, seeing different things getting recommended to me on YouTube, different shows or whatever, you know, and I'm like, wow, this, freaking everything and then when and then when i found them do the freaking tool cover where mm -hmm. chris is, sing, is singing it and i was like this this is really next level bananas because tool um and this is one thing stasic and i have in common tool it might be both of our favorite bands and and uh we both agreed like you know, if there's ever a band that no matter what they come through town you go it's tool um and so much of that at least for me, it's all of them. It really is. But it's to see Danny Carey. It's to see it be possible, you know, mm -hmm. to see that it's not a machine. Uh, and to see someone do that and then sing it. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. You're like, let me I just love. pick my face up off the floor right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think yeah. that's mine. Please <laughs> can I have that back. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a bit, that's the thing with the band is that, um, I'll think I get it, you know, and then somebody will text me something or YouTube will recommend me something and I'll see it and I'll be like, God damn, they can do that too. <laughs> the hell is that? You know, that's how I felt about the talking heads cover they did during Red Rocks. Oh did you listen God, to yes. that yet? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I've listened to that so many times. <laughs> It's unbelievable. I need I'm to like, why is this so perfect for them? <laughs> I, I'm such a big Talking Heads fan too. Yes. Huge oh. Talking Heads fan. There's a Talking Heads cover band here in Baltimore uh, that only plays like three or four times a year for like for like select very big things. And I go to almost all of them because it's just it's awesome. I love that band. And yeah, Red Rocks, that whole run. I need to go to Red Rocks. I, I, I need to go to Red Rocks. I went in 2019 was the first time that I went. And yeah. I will tell you, there were times during those nights. We missed the first night because my brother-in-law was getting married. But the second two nights we went and I just look around and I'm like, oh my God, like, I can't even believe that I'm actually here. Just the rocks yeah. and the music and the atmosphere. It's just like, wow. Yeah. It's incredible. The stairs suck though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, next year or the year after, maybe I'll try to make it out there. Maybe you can too. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I'll see you at Umble. I will definitely I'm, be there. So. I'm gonna check it out. I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at it right now. Okay, and if they're if they're sold out, let me know. We'll we'll get you there. Okay. 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 <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we'll do what we can. We'll put yeah. a call out into the community. I have a, uh, yeah, I'm not worried about that. I feel like the, yeah, that yeah. one, that one will work itself out. For sure. Yeah. For sure. 
Well, great to see you again, my friend. Yes, it's great to see you too. And I'm so happy that you got to do this and you got some awesome things going on. So yeah. congratulations. All good things, all good things. And uh, let's keep in touch. Absolutely. All right, have a good one. Thanks again for having me on. Take care. All right, cheers. Bye. So that's everything for this week of the show. Thank you again to Michael. This was a lot of fun and it was so great to catch up. There are a bunch of links in the show notes for anything Michael or I may have referenced throughout our conversation. Also tucked inside the show notes, you'll also find links for where you can binge on past episodes, book a conversation, and be a guest here on the show. Snag some of the fresh, just-released merch. There's some new shirts, some new tanks, some new stickers, so check that out. You can also find the recent and past issues of Conduit all in the official DATC store. Get yourself a subscription to Conduit Magazine so you never miss a stacked issue. There are also links for where you can check out the new Dropped Among This Crowd media website and just so much more. So make sure you check all of that out. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.